Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Word of the Bay. I'm Kyle. I'm Anthony. And I'm Gio. Gio, welcome. Welcome back for the second week in a row. Yeah, we're still missing Nick. Nick's still in Vancouver, doing Vancouver. Nick died. We know, no, no. Isn't he like somewhere in the air right now? He's opening. Actually, yes, guys. Big announcement. He is opening Word of the Bay West. Uh, We're going to be in Vancouver and we're going to be covering some Canucks and some curling and some, uh, yeah, some what, Anthony? Whitecaps, I think. Whitecaps. They, they got a minor league baseball team anywhere in around there? No, I'm probably, sure probably not. not. Oh, come on. That's close yeah. enough to the to the border. Maybe they'd have a, Maybe. a thing. Well, yeah, because there's that there's there's like the, the western the like the western version of the international league. Gotta be. There's gotta be a diamond somewhere. Someone's gonna find it, they're gonna play baseball on it. It's gonna be the greatest baseball game you've ever seen. This is why we have Google. Oh, you're yeah, right. The Vancouver Canadians, and that's a that's what their minor league baseball team. Yes. Where they? What is how they come Canada up with that? Uh, naming them, naming their teams after just their people. We named a beer after our country, so I don't know, man. I don't know if we could be talking about Canadians. Montreal and now Vancouver. I like that though. They're proud of their heritage. I'm sure there's like a lot of like minor league Americans out there, like the Sandusky Americans, and they're like the local minor minor league baseball team. The Florida, Florida, I'm not going to even finish that. I can't say it. The Florida, (laughs) they are the the local Quidditch team. Um, Yeah. Here we go. Too much beer. (laughs) They are, it looks like they are the Blue Jays affiliate. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. (laughs) Yeah. The Pacific Coast League. So there you go. Yeah. Don't want to give Toronto another team to be disappointed by so yeah yeah toronto's been there since uh, 2011 so we here at yep. war of the bay are very uh, excited to be covering those teams from now on mm-hmm. exclusively well we're the bay west i should say we're the bay west this will still be local tampa sports talk word of the west word of the west oh. no no well, well uh, we might get sued because well, the, the acronym's wow word of the sound <laughs> can cover seattle word of the sound you know I like yeah. I like whenever we like make fun of this podcast and other in other situations of like you know our versions of other towns. We always like just put in the most clear the closest body of water. So it's like word of the channel said. <laughs> word of three rivers is really pissed word off of the right river. now. Yeah, our Mississippi podcast. They wouldn't be talking about much. They would. They certainly wouldn't be talking about the Bucks. 
and speaking. oh that transition seamless <laughs> you like that i'm getting better at them guys i think i'm gonna be a stand-up comedian now i got the transition game down that's really all you need to do and just tell joke uh, after that th- those people are brave man stand-up comedians especially new ones yeah that are just kidding they're braver than i am they are uh, before we get too deep here did you start mixler up mixler started yeah are people not Mixler's good yeah people just want to hear yeah. us tonight I guess not. They're like, I'm sick of their NBA bullshit. NBA Finals tonight? Uh, yeah, 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 that could be it. Okay, there we go. Gold. It was just, for some reason, it was still showing loading rather than... Golden State and Cleveland. Yeah, those are the two teams. Yeah, great. Who's going to win, guys? Basketball. Who's going to win? Bold predictions right now. The Globetrotters. Globetrotters. I'm going to... Eh. Um, the Washington Generals. I was going to go Generals, yeah. I'm going to stick with Gio here. Wow, I think the, that'd be an upset. Generals yes. are due. Yeah, I'm all about the underdog. I say Didn't I they want accidentally beat him one time. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On accident, like didn't even mean to do it. I forget. What, I forget the story. I think I, I heard they it. Just recently. didn't have a note. No, like they, they, the Globe Charge was supposed to let them go up big, and then they were supposed to come back, and the Globe Charge just ran out of time. <laughs> Those and, poor like, kids. kids were crying yeah. and like all kinds of stuff and. That broke like a, I don't know, like I think it was over a thousand game losing streak or something ridiculous. No, it was more than that. So okay, so here we go. They defeated the Globe Trotters 199 on January 5th, 1971, mm. ending their 2,495 game <laughs> losing streak. Who missed that layup? <laughs> like, who who's who's responsible for this? Vegas odds. Met, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with Metalark Lemon. He was off his game. I think I saw there there was one on TV recently where it was, I I shit you not, Matt Vaskurgeon, the guy who's like famous for calling the uh, Michael Spurlock return. Could it be? And Santa Maria, that guy, he's like, he's, he's, he's commentating a general's Globetrotters game on my cartoon network. I'm something. far, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So props to Vaskurgeon. Gus Johnson will be joining me shortly. Remember when they were on Scooby-Doo? Do you remember that episode? Yes, I do. They were on there quite frequently, sir. (laughs) They just kept bopping up. Yeah. Helping the mystery, the mystery gang or whatever they were called. If you were, if you were that gang and you saw the Harlem Globetrotters, like, ah, shit, like something's about to go down. Like, uh, old man, somebody's up to something. You've seen one episode of Scooby-Doo. You've You've seen seen them all. all. Yeah, pretty much. Formulaic. That's what's wrong with the kids today. That's what's wrong with America today. And speaking of America, the Bucks are a team in America. So let's talk about those guys. Like mm-hmm. that? You guys like that? Right? Comedian. God sign damn. me sign me up. Where's the where's the open mic? I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for that. Alright. So guys, any thoughts on uh any anything going on with the Bucks? That we can name of any tweeting. kind of tweeting is going on. Trying to big controversy. Yeah. They just had a mandatory mini camp. Yeah. Strapped it up. So what do we think of uh, Mr. Safarian Jenkins and his little I don't know, would you call it a meltdown? I just call it a little temper his, tantrum. His day, his day in the sun. I like that he apologized for it. Yeah, he came out mm-hmm. Tuesday, owned up to it, didn't Bucks. try to downplay it or anything like that. Just I made a mistake. Bucks and, have a solid uh, PR team. He was upset that Coder kicked him off the practice field for not knowing what he was doing, which is a legit reason to kick somebody off the field. And uh, yeah. That's all, really all I have to say about it. I'm ready to move on from it. I'm sure some people aren't, but yeah, yeah. I wish him luck. Good luck in the season. Hope yep. he stays healthy. Hope he learns yep, the playbook. Please play better. Yeah, 
He played. He's played good in the times that he's been in. I mean, I mean, that's like, that's the uh, um, the takeaway from this, I suppose. Like, yeah. he he, he does I mean, actually. He plays well, I and mean, he he just can't stay healthy. So everybody knows this. It, it's it's just, I just feel like, um, yeah, the guy was a little hot headed. Had a had a rough day at the the office, and you know, decided who hasn't to take, done that really? <laughs> decided to take it out on some strangers. Yep. Yo, mama. Seems That's like a really it. great way to build some fans. I see, but I saw people like get him off the team, get him off the team now. And like my in my knee jerk initial reaction was like, oh boy, <laughs> pulling the collar, yeah. <laughs> like maybe maybe don't get on Twitter right away. And and plus, he, like the like if it's his third year and he doesn't know the playbook, or at least our head coach right now claims that the reason he was kicked off was because he didn't know the playbook. Oh God, That's, I mean, maybe it was maybe it's it was been some the system advanced. for how many years now? Two yeah. years. I don't know. Well, not in one year in, in uh, Coder's system, Cutter, Cutter's system. Yeah, but they're also installing new plays and and everything every off season and OTAs and stuff. So, you know, I'm it made it probably something like that and something new. He just kind of had a lapse of judgment, or I don't know, who knows. I mean, it's a little disconcerting to see the guy that's probably supposed to start not knowing what he's doing on the field, right? Like, play wise, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you'd expect if he was like a just drafted you know, rookie that, okay, you know, you can forgive him that, but this is his third year. He's always had these problems though. He's kind of like, um, I don't want to say attitude, but he's, he's definitely like an, like an ego. He's like a big guy. It's part of the reason he fell in the draft to us in the second round. Was it really back in the, that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I think he had injury concerns as well. We're used to it. At least we haven't had one in a while, but we've got, we've had Keyshawn, we've had Sap. Yeah. I mean, well, I wouldn't say he's on that level. He could be. He no. has the. He has the potential. I mean, he looks. He he shows those flashes of greatness. So, oh, I thought you meant like mouthwise. Oh, mouthwise. You don't think he's on that level yeah. yet? <laughs> well, you just named two guys that were known for their their trash talk. Can you so. imagine the like what this area would have been like if they're playing right now? Like, what would Keyshawn Johnson be saying on Twitter if this if like last Monday was the game where he was got he got benched against Gru or when Gruden Dude, benched our him? Entire defense would have been suspended outside of Derek Brooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Ron John Lynch for hits. Yeah, Ronde too. Ronde was clean. I'm just saying for like Twitter, Twitter stuff. The entire defensive line, they'd all be suspended. No, I think I think Simeon Rice would have been okay. Simeon, he's yeah, a, he's a weird dude. Got him for leaping. Yeah, yeah but I mean, like, he, you know, he wasn't gonna go a keep to leave someone in a cab, you know. Oh God, keep to leave. Just shot himself in a nightclub, by the way, on his leg <laughs> or whatever. Or, or uh, Michael yeah, Pittman. Leg. Remember, yeah. Pitt, remember Pittman? Oh yeah, ran his wife over with a Hummer. Wait, really? Yes, I, I never heard about that. Oh, dude, dude was so ripped too. Like he looked like he was on steroids. He he ran his wife over with a Hummer. He was back the like he was he was back the next season. Nothing. No, there's no, no nothing. There's no doubt he was on steroids too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was sure. he was so high. jacked. Yeah. His arms, like those crazy arms, when when he's uh like that they come used to come from the trip uh, the practice photos of OTAs when they're running around in underwear. Just like the yep. guns when he's clutching onto the football, like boom, mm-hmm. ran his wife over. She- and then you look at Allstott, and he's not his arms are his arms are huge, but not in the same way, kind of thing. So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Juicing, juicing it up there, Pittman. Uh, HGH. Look, they don't test for it. It's not technically illegal. We just don't. Hey, we just don't test for it. You know. Don't well, back it. then, back then, nobody cared yeah. about that stuff. Back I mean, then, they still don't care, yeah. bro. It's still like, look at the guys. They're monsters. No, I mean, the certain people do, and they're the people that can suspend you. Yeah. But the coaches still don't care. 
That's true. They just tell you when to cycle off of it. That's all. That's true. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I might want to. Kid, the uh, it's got this letter in the mail, has your name on it from the drug test. Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to tell you this. Put tux it away. Well, you know, it's like um, forget everything you heard. Got busted uh, in uh, MLB this year. Oh yeah, did that finally come out? Like with that big list that they were teasing. I don't know. I don't think so. I think there was like one other guy that got suspended. Oh, but it was. But like what they were doing is it was this um, basically a steroid that was popular back in like the 70s or 80s. Um, the problem that they they had with it is that it would break down quickly enough that the um, enzymes weren't uh, detectable like within a week uh, or two after last having taken it. The clear, right? The clear. Uh, something like that. I think that, that's yeah. what it was called. Victor Conte in the uh, that um, South Florida clinic. It was called mm-hmm. the clear, and that's what like a rod and um, you know. So I think this dudes. was something different, actually. From oh, that. oh, yeah. I mean, it was still a steroid, but um, like it, the the testing for it got better, so they could like better detect it in smaller levels. So, like, what these guys were doing is they would take it during the off season to bulk up, and then they would stop at a certain time so that it would get out of their system before they're testing uh, at the beginning of spring training. Yeah. Because everybody gets tr- tested at the beginning of, of spring training, and then after that it's just random tests throughout the year. Look, it's it was just like Trunks in the Cell Saga. He went super – his Super Saiyan level got too high, <laughs> right? Okay, no, follow me here. Super Saiyan level got was too high. over 9,000? No, he was too slow. He couldn't beat he couldn't beat Cell because he got too big. You got to lean down. You got to cycle off. That way you're quicker. <laughs> Movement's more fluid, Okay. Trunks, trunks need to learn from the uh, professional athletes. Always cycle down, Trunks. Trust in your speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, only Nick uh, out there listening is still on board. Nick's like, yeah, I love that reference. Yep. I watched Dragon Ball, but not enough to get that reference. Yeah, I guess. Yep. yeah that's a super nerd reference. Like, but, I remember in high school, um, what was it? UPN 44 had like an 80 or 100 episode run that they that they owned or had rights to and so they and it was like started from the beginning of the series so they'd show it every morning and then as soon as they got to that last episode that they owned they would start back at the beginning yes on upn (laughs) yep i hated that hated that i remember that Mm -hmm. so anyways yeah austin's fair and jenkins he did a thing didn't have to spend too much time on it the real message here is that we need goku on the football we need goku Yes. Behind center, guys. It's a spirit bomb, the Saints. Be our Yeah, no, like every, every time I break out the spirit bomb thing, I'm for landing, and everybody's like, eh, what, what's that? Bucks. Lightning. Yeah. Who cares? So, anyways, um, let's see. I had some notes. I'm going to look at the notes. Did you guys see that uh, fluffy fluff piece on uh, old Jameis? I did not, actually. I was waiting for you to explain this one to me. Yeah, I didn't see it either. I, I caught this in passing, and it was – I think it's, like, such a non-story, but, like, uh, the Undefeated did, like, a story on Jameis about, like, his maturation and, uh, you know, how far he's come and how little time. And, like, specifically Deadspin wrote an, uh, an article that uh, made light of the fact that they just nah, – just flays over the whole sexual assault allegations and everything. And uh, But he's, you know, he's progressing as a player. So there was like a big shitstorm on like Buck's Twitter of like um, 
Deadspin, like kind of against Deadspin, like, you know, uh, what the fuck is this? I fucking rag uh, website, which is which is how I found out actually that Gawker owned them. So Deadspin's in a lot of trouble right now. Uh, so wait, as far so as wait, bankruptcy whoa, whoa. goes. Okay. Bucks, what was Buck's Twitter pissed about if it was a fluff piece? <sighs> they were pissed about the fact that Deadspin kind of called out the fluff piece. That they, oh. that they, um, you know, basically made light of the fact that the fluff piece kind of glazed over the whole sexual assault allegations and and all that, and so they brought they brought that back kind of, and you know, Buck's Twitter tends to get all up in arms when that gets brought up. Two two things, two things. Number one, it's Deadspin. Deadspin does that. That's what Deadspin does. You just that like it's like going to Barstool and be like, hey, stop posting pictures of girls in bikinis, assholes. Yeah, it's either like Deadspin or... It's just what, that's like their brand. That's what they do. Number two, when we drafted Winston, you had to expect that this is this kind of stuff's going to happen. Like, yeah. people are, people don't forget things like that. And there's going to be articles written about that probably until he retires, to be quite honest with you. I still talk about Ray Lewis's murder allegations, like how he covered a murder up. I still talk about that to this day. Yeah, so, it's yeah. going to follow him. If he did it or not is irrelevant. It's going to follow him till the end of his playing career and probably past that. Yeah. So get used to it and stop bitching about it because it's there. And why can't we act like maybe our players are bad guys? I'm not. I'm not trying to say or tell you. Um, oh, what am I trying to say? I'm not necessarily telling you like you're bad for thinking that he's innocent or that I think he's guilty or anything like that. But like, why can't we just think? It's like so many sports fans in, in general, just in general. Like whenever their player does something bad, they're immediately so quick to like come up and defend him and be like, no, 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 because you're that's your favorite team, that's your favorite player, and you love seeing that guy succeed. I just don't understand why some people Let can't me, admit. Can like, maybe the guy that, unless it's against your their team, like Druin did, like leaving the organization. Right. Then he's a fucking asshole and a bad dude. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If, if he spurned you. Or if you punch a cab driver. Nah, no, Patrick Kane is fine. I support 88. Hashtag I support 88. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. Exactly. Like, those are those are, those are are a couple of good examples. And, you know, I'm not, not saying you're a bad person for liking Jameis. And, you know, I'm not even trying to tell you what to think. Anything like that. It's just, every, anytime this gets brought up, it's going to continue to get brought up. It's yeah, a, it's it's a, fucking learn to accept it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, why do we have to bit, continue to bitch about this? Like, yes, the, there's a lot of media that does not like Jameis Winston. Okay. Like, yeah, of course they don't. I don't like Jameis Winston that much, to be honest with you. I can tolerate him, but I don't like him that much. The more he succeeds, the more it's going to happen, too. Yep, exactly. The more he gets in the national spotlight, the more articles you're going to see going, hey, remember this little thing that happened when he was in college? Like, that's just the way it is. I think he's going to be very polarizing because either you're going to love him and you're going to love the attitude and you're going to love the style or you're going to hate him and just no matter what happens, you're just going to hate him. Look, there's no denying like his the chemistry he's had on the team and or you know what he's done to the team and the chemistry he has with the other guys and his his general attitude, everything you've seen of him since he's been drafted. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard as a Bucks fan not to be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Cause like every yeah. every bit every like every fiber inside my body is like, dude, fucking, this is the because you so many years you wanted this guy, this is the guy you wanted, man, this is your dude. So and he's been a perfect angel since he's been drafted. Yeah, he's done everything right. He's gone to all the thing, all the you know the events, the charity, and all that kind of stuff. Like just the other day, he got his hair cut for cancer, like all that stuff. He's at the sneaker soiree thing tonight with Schuster. You- <laughs> oh. Yeah, with Schuster. Yeah, no, you mean Stamkos. Yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> Did you did you see that when that happened, Kyle? No, what happened? So I think it was during the playoffs on an off day. 
Garrison, Schuster, and I think Kalorn. Kalorn. Yeah, they, they went to, to some. Cream. Yeah, they went to some ice cream place, and so this girl posts a picture of herself with the three of them, and was like, "Oh my god, I ran into Stamkos today." Yeah. <laughs> Did, did everybody on hockey Twitter get all pissed off because like she made a mistake? No, they, no, no we just kind of made light of like, it. It's like, how do you confuse Schuster, who's six eight, for Stamkos, who's like six foot, six one? Yeah, whatever. A bunch is. of white guys out there. It's dark. I don't, who knows? She's serving ice cream. She's tired <laughs> on a long shift or something. They all wear helmets. Yeah, I mean, come there's on. A, listen, listen makes there's a mistake. lot, and this is a different sport, but there's a lot of people on the Bucks that I would not recognize in the street. Oh, dude. There was one the other day, like someone. There was like some uh, sports talk Florida talked about like a Bucks player that's an Uber driver, and it's like this guy's an Uber driver, like like to so you could click it and find out who. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> like, okay, probably some special teamer. It was he's like, actually he's like the 49th guy on the roster. Yeah. I mean, there is that whole thing of like if there's an NFL player in Publix, like you're gonna be able to look and go like that guy looks like he plays football. Like, yeah, look at him. But like you still don't know. Like I'm not going to be able to point out every guy in the Bucks roster. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, like, oh, I could probably do that with the Lightning, but that's because I'm yeah. obsessed. So mm-hmm. we should did do. You, we should have a quiz like that. I should show you like flashcards of uh, people's faces on the Bucks and see if you can get them. And like oh, you do yeah, players on the Lightning, the and I'll be like, oh. <laughs> I might be able to do Rays. I could never do the Bucks. Oh yeah, Rays every white be. guy is Savvy Piscatelli, and every black guy is Aurelius Ben. <laughs> yeah, and then. <laughs> What are those aren't those aren't even two players that are active then, in the league. Exactly. Wait, no, no, and then and every Hispanic guy is Martin Gramatica. There you go. No, I would know him by Martin Gramatica. Uh did you guys see uh the picture from the other day with um Schuster playing street hockey with some kids? That was adorable. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then like all of the guys razzing him. Really? <laughs> yeah, like um who was it? Um, like Lauren Johnson, Callahan, and Condra all came came after it and like razzed him about it. Awesome, but it's like making jokes of like you know, uh, good thing there wasn't a goalie there. He would have been you know crushed by that bomb. And uh, another one, like I think Johnson was like, I'm just glad he didn't try and you know sauce it to one of those kids. Uh, and then he made a reference of like shin high sauce. <laughs> Suster's a goofy-looking motherfucker. I'm going to be straight up. Looks like an alien. Best, uh, he's not the best puck handler either. No. Is it? I, th- I think oh, it's it, Schuster. Looks like there an was, alien. Um, up in, uh, I think it's at the Bruins practice facility. They're putting up uh, this giant warrior stick. And it's like the same um, stick wrap that Schuster uses. And Warrior, you know, tweeted at it, you know, tweeted about it. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's actually just Andre Schuster's stick. It's his actual stick. Yeah, giant. Could be. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'd. I'd bet that that's what that is. Are we done with the mm-hmm. Bucks? Is there, are we done with everything on them? Yeah, I thought, no, I thought no. there was uh, Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, it's, it's such a like meh time. Like, oh yeah, they had mini camp. That's true. Maybe they'll sign someone in the next six weeks. Maybe. Oh, we'll oh I got something to talk about. Vernon Hargraves has looked great. Oh yeah. Good. Yeah, everybody's raving. He's had like a pick almost every day, and he's just. Mm-hmm. And you know, what we talked about with the vertical, you know that that he can just get up there. Yeah. yeah, that's been on display quite a bit. There's a picture of him like against Die Deontay Die or whatever his name is. That's mm-hmm. it. But like he's just he just took the ball from him on a vert. Like, like... Die's not a big dude, but still, like it was yeah. impressive. I I do like that 
basically all of the drafted guys, uh, like none of them were on the first offense or defense. So like they have to earn their way in. Yeah. Yeah. Cut, Cutter said about Hargraves that like he's he's gonna probably start in the in the nickel in the slot kind of thing, and then work his way outside. He he thinks he can play everywhere, but they just kind of want to like slowly bring him along. You think but he can play everywhere? Like the nickel is gonna be kind of the base defense too. Yeah, he's gonna be in there a lot. Huh. I it, it it's um. It's early. No, well, it makes me wonder. Like, so he, you think he's going to play everywhere, like inside, outside, nickel? That you know, I, I, I see him more as a kind of a Rondé Barber archetype. You know, you're going well, to get down yeah, there. But I think he's got the uh, athletic ability to play on the outside. I think so. Thing. Yeah, oh, man. Some so okay. someone just tweeted into my timeline this a picture of Bishop with a puppy. Oh God. Yeah. I was Ben Bishop with a puppy. Yeah. Hurry up and trade him. Get him out of here. Tired of looking at him. Okay, Tom Jones. <laughs> oh, that's a transition. I heard him. I I, I, I heard him this morning. Like, gotta hey, trade Bishop. Nice segue, right? Yeah. Gotta trade that guy. Gotta get him out of here. And I, I don't think that article is in good. Isn't like that's not the way to put that. Like, yeah, we need to eventually make a decision, but you don't just straight up be like, yeah, I had to trade that fuck that fucking. Bomb Chris, this is also the same guy that at the beginning of the season was like Stanley Cup or bust. If we don't win the cup, this season's a disappointment. Look, guys, it's, I, I it's, kind of agree with that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. After, the, after the expectation of last year, yeah. Like, what's the yeah. next? The next logical progression is fucking to win the cup. Yeah, and have the parade. Fucking parade, man! Go Everybody, to. Pittsburgh, rich get richer, man. Rich get richer. That's all I'm saying. All these big cities winning their cups and their Super Bowls and World Series is why not us? World Series is. We only got two. This is dumb. Kansas City has like how many? They got at least like two in the same sport, right? Yeah, Chiefs. Look at all those NFL championships they won. Us, nothing. No history. Barely any fans. Two trophies. <laughs> I mean, at least ours are kind of recent. That's true. Two. Two is where you get legit. That's when. I'll, that's when. Uh, that's when we're on the map. Like two in the same the sport. Ray, the Rays are kind of far from that. The Rays are going to repeat this year. Repeat. Repeat this year and next year. Oh, yeah. They're going to Yankee it. They're going to Yankee it good. And then three-peat. Mm-hmm. Well, tonight, okay, if Golden State wins tonight, is that a, is that a that's a two-peat. That's a repeat, right? Yeah, but that happens in basketball all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're not, you're like, not shit until like you three-peat. Basketball literally has the most championship streaks ever. And, I'm like, some look, of the I'm longest. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Yeah, what's the longest streak? What is that? Like... I think it was a three-peat. I think it's eight. Eight-peat. Yeah. No, not in a row. It can't yes. be. Yes. Maybe eight in the eight early peat. days. Lakers in the 70s, I believe. Turns out it was actually the Montreal Canadiens. Who knew? It, well, yeah, the, the, yeah, they did the same thing, yes. You look at all the championships they have. They got a couple World Series thrown in there, and even Super Bowl. Like, Super Bowl wasn't even around. They just won one. Yeah, we did it. Hanging the banners, baby. Montreal. Anthony, any word? Fuck Montreal. <laughs> cool. All right, let's take a quick break, guys. We gotta... I was looking at something. That's why I did uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you figure it out? No. All right, break time. Ready, break. This podcast, as well as almost every other podcast you've heard recently, is brought to you by Loot Crate. 
So what is Loot Crate, Kyle? Well, if you don't know already, I'll tell you. Uh, it's a monthly box subscription service. You pay 20 bucks a month and you get six to eight items that have licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items. Uh, it says for less than 20 bucks, so I'm assuming it's right around there. Uh, but if you don't want to pay that, you go to lootcrate.com slash shark and with the promo code shark, you can get $3 off any new subscription. So uh, you can get $3 off of this month's subscription, subscription, which is Dystopia. Uh, so Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Robocop, The Matrix, Bioshock Infinite, and Fallout 4. They've got figurines, cool collectibles, and of course, uh, a dystopic effect. A dystoporific? What the fuck is that? Awesome. Whatever. Uh, so you can get that at lootcrate.com slash shark by entering the promo code shark. You can save $3 off that, and you have until the 19th of this month at 9 p.m. Pacific to get that month's box, and after that, it's over, son. It's done. Uh, so make sure you go and check that out. It's a lot of fun, cool stuff. So lootcrate.com slash shark, promo code shark. See, yeah, no, he goes from the Rays to the most storied franchise in all of baseball. That's all I'm saying, my friend. Who'd you, who would you say is more storied than the uh, Red Sox? Or than the the, the Yankees, The Red really? Sox? Also Yankees? I know. Are we talking championships or just like, hey, this team's been around for fucking ever? No, I'm talking in pure terms of I am fucking hipster Joe Madden with my restaurant, my wine, and my weird kooky jackets and running down Bayshore. Where am I going to go to be... To, to have the most satisfying Joe Madden orgasm of Dude, my life. I would life. totally go to the Cubs before the Cubs. any other city. Yeah. Really? He's all about the Cubs. That's all. That's his lifelong fucking dream. Come true. I make fun of, like, Boston saying that, like, Fenway's so great and all that stuff, but Wrigley is actually, like, I really like Wrigley a lot, the way the, it looks and all that stuff. I have no problems with Wrigley. Me either. Geo. I just think Fenway's a fucking dump because, because it's Boston and Geo. I can't. Geo. Wait, Geo. <laughs> Geo. What up? Stop playing the ukulele. We're back. <laughs> Trying to give you guys a little background music to your argument. <laughs> Were you just out of it? You're like, fuck, yeah, who cares? He's ran about Joe Madden. Yep. We've done that many times on this show. Sorry. Well, look, I'm happy for him. Go win your World Series. They're going to, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. One of the, they're going to be like the it's Bulls. It's kind of one of those ones where it's like, I kind of hope they do just so that we can get it over with. They're going to immediately become – and then they're – oh, God. Oh my God! They're, we're gonna play them next year. We're playing the Cubs next year. So if they win a World Series, just imagine the fucking scene at Tropicana Field. Ugh. You know, you know, there's part of me that's gonna watch it and be like, "Wow, I'm watching history here. Like, the longest streak ever is being broken, and all that stuff." If it happens, I don't want to guarantee it. Yeah, but... dude. Except I didn't care at all when the Red Sox broke their streak. I was just well, gonna say, you know, I had that same Boston, feeling. That's why. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I watched that. I watched the Red Sox break their streak like, oh my god, this is history. Hold they've done it. They fuck they broke and then now like I'm like, oh god, what did I if I only knew now. Or if I only knew then. Even Bill Burr talks about it, like that Boston's Boston's been like pussified, as he puts it. Like the the pink Red Sox hats all over the place and stuff like that. <laughs> like he's like, Well, we didn't win, the shit didn't happen. Yeah, like, it was the real fans that went to the games. Now it's just oh, now it's the hot ticket in town. Everyone wants to watch the Sox. Yeah, that's how it's going to be if we get what we that's want. We're going to happen here. I was going to say yeah, if we ever get what <laughs> we want, that's how it'll be. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you want a championship? That's great. Hey, that's hey, awesome. Hey, we sold out. We sold out Friday night, and they're rolling the tarps back. That they didn't yep. even do that for a World Series. 
That blows hey, my but, mind. A World Fucking Series. They're going to win a championship. And they're like, nah, we're not rolling those tarps back. But goddamn, it makes it makes my heart feel warm to see that they're rolling the tarps back for this to like sell more tickets. They're going to probably lose like 8 nothing. I don't give a Who gives a fuck? It's amazing. I'm going to cry a little bit. Look at all these guys. And it's going to be all Everybody black. Everybody gets applause. a... Are we back from the break yet? Or are we still oh, yeah, we've been back. We've been oh, back. okay. I didn't, I yeah. Missed <laughs> miss that part. Oh, see, that's why. Yeah, you know, I was expecting like a musical lead-in. You know, to I see, figured. Oh, yeah. hey, here we go. I knew you. I knew you thought we were still on. Break. But no, or, or you know, well, I guess because you're gonna you're gonna cut in the loot crate. In oh the yeah, yeah. Here. We're gonna yeah. cut all that stuff in. Yeah, so like you don't have that cue of like, oh yeah, here's the loot crate. Yeah, I just I slightly hit, Kyle. slightly hit record. I want to still because I was on the Madden thing. And I still want to get. I want to keep my heat from that going. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about Joe Madden on the break, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna hit record. I want to. I'm gonna keep talking about this. Alrighty. So yeah, okay. So we're on. We're already on the topic of baseball, and I think it's high time we find out if the Rays suck. So yeah, it's been a it's been a week for the Rays. It's been an awesome week, to be honest. That's what. Are we gonna get some violins? Some doon 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 doon. Yeah. Can we lead off? Can I lead this off? Lead it off, man. Steve Pierce hitting like three forty eight. What? Yeah, he's fucking legit. Like I'm, I, I. This is the first time in a while that I actually have some confidence in our offense. Yeah, I said at the beginning of the year, like, Steve Pierce is going to be one of those guys. Like, uh, it's going to be the next Logan Forsythe, one of those guys that you say uh, coming out of nowhere almost. Or just, you know, your expectations with him or uh, from him were so low at the beginning of the season. You know, he, he, he didn't – did he even make the team, I don't think? Or he wasn't starting? He wasn't starting, so. Forsythe? No, uh, Steve Pierce. No, dude, they signed him free agency. He was like, yeah, this is going to be one of our guys. He was, he was pretty much a lock. He was supposed to platoon. No, yeah, that's what I mean. At the beginning of the season, it was Logan Morrison was the guy at first base, and it was going to be oh, a yeah. platoon. But like, yeah, you you know, you didn't see much of him to start the season. And I said early, I'm like, yeah, Steve Pierce is going to be the guy that you're going to see is going to get more playing time because he's going to end up his bat on the bat side going to be like a Logan Forsythe for us, going to mm. come through for us. And yeah, he's, fuck yeah, man, he's hitting 346, 425, 85. For a one thousand zero zero five OPS. Yeah, and three hits today too. He said, and they, I think the Braves tweet a stat like six out of seven games. He said multiple hits. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's, like what was supposed to be a platoon at first base is now like, well, you got to put him in every night. You got to have Pierce and Morrison in because Morrison's hitting. I believe last I checked, actually, it'll be different after today. But last I checked, it was two forty two. Yeah. Morrison is hitting 228. 228. Ooh. Yeah, he's the. I think the D Rays Bay podcast said it about Morrison. Like he's extremely streaky. Yeah, like it's just like up and down, up and down, and and his average ends up being in like the 250s by the end of the year. Yeah, and Dickerson's 207 right now. 
Dickerson's cooled off quite a bit. He had a home run the other night, um, but he's, yeah, he's I mean, cooled Dickerson's off. Dickerson's got 12 home runs and 31 RBIs, which is – I think both of those are second on the team. Right. I'll but take it's, that. Not, so he's not hitting a lot, and he's striking out quite a bit. You know, but I noticed something different in him, though, over the past like week or so. He's actually like starting to work at bats. He's not swinging at everything. You know mm-hmm. what we've done this year? We've we've made we've put so many streaky guys in because it's like okay, they're gonna they're gonna string together streaks of hotness around Longoria. So Longoria's always gonna have like a hot hitter around him somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there you go, boom, hot hitter. Then Longoria. That's I think that's a big reason why our offense is doing good. I base that off of zero stats, so take it as you will. Suck it. All right, trivia time. Yes. Who's leading the team in walks? That would be. Logan Force. No, no. Steven Souza. Brandon Geyer. Logan Morrison, twenty six. Oh God, I knew that. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I said Souza. That was a bad mm, pick. That on base percentage. Souza is fourth. Oh, okay. Longo is second, Pierce is third. I believe a big reason why Morrison is here is because of his OPS. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, and like it's crazy. He's got a two twenty eight average and he's got a three twenty four on base percentage. Yeah, like his his on base percentage is almost a hundred points higher, which is crazy. My man, okay, Lomo right. says Marquise. Also, we do question. not steal bases, by the way. No, we don't. We've kind of given up on that. Without <laughs> Kiermaier, it's really nobody else can steal. Yeah, Jennings exactly. is not as fast as he used to be. Jennings has two. Okay, here's a question: Wait. What does the lineup look like when everybody gets healthy again? Because it was pretty scary for a little while there. Like not scary, like in a bad way. Like the lineup was actually pretty. Like, hey, we can't. There's not like three automatic outs in this when you look at who's yeah. who you got coming back right now and the way we've been playing so you got kiermeyer guy and uh souza now as just went to the dl today for hip soreness so longoria was out today longoria was out today with forearm with oh yeah with a uh, forearm tightness which is like oh yeah get him out <laughs> get him out right now <laughs> though so it can't be too serious i hope but. not but that's like the that's always the beginnings of like oh crap and he's, says he's been bothering him for a while too. Oh God! Oh Jesus! Yeah, he's he's having. Would, go ahead. He's having a great season. Yeah, no, Longo's been great. Longo's look, and it's probably because he has some protection in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just, yeah. Well, I don't I don't know if I call it protection, but he just there's someone that's been hot around him constantly, or you know, he's had more often than not he's had a hot hitter around him. Rotating door. Yeah. That's that's so the strategy. What, what does the lineup look like when everybody's back? Everyday lineup. I would put Geyer back in the. I would put Geyer in the two hole, Forsyth in the one. Yeah. yeah, but see the problem. So so your problem is is I think most days your center fielder is going to be Kiermaier, your right fielder is going to be Souza. Like that's those those are everyday guys, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then that leaves basically left field, first base, and DH. Well, well, uh, go, go step back for a second. So second base is going to be Forsyth. Uh, third base, Longoria. Shortstop, Miller, I guess. Miller or Motter. Like, they're kind of interchangeable at this point, I think. Motter's yeah. got a better glove, but Miller's got more potential at the plate. Yeah, I mean, Motter's hitting like two, you know, 200. But He had three hits today, though. But... I mean, it's either that or Beckham. <laughs> uh, dude, we need to drop the Tim Beckham experiment. Beckham needs to leave. But wait, I mean, the Jennings what... experiment as well. They both need to go. I'm tired of it, man. But what would you mean? So fucking tired of it. But I mean, whether it's whether it's Miller or Motter, like it doesn't really matter. It's whichever one at shortstop. Longo at third, Casale or or Conger behind the plate. 
So that kind of leaves you with left field, first base, and DH. So between those three spots, you're looking at Geyer, Pierce, Lomo, and Dickerson. I would put Geyer in left. I put Morrison at first. I put Pierce at DH and rotate him with Dickerson. See, well, see, I think that's I think crazy that we're talking about rotating Dickerson. I don't know. I think you got to keep Dickerson in the lineup yeah, and like I don't rotate like, him. I, don't, I think. See, ahead, I think. Sorry. I think Dickerson is is in there uh, full time. And against right-handers, you probably in left field are rotating between Geyer and Pierce. And uh, against left-handers, Pierce is at first, and Geyer is definitely in left field with Lomo sitting. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, it is. This is the first time in a while where I've said, "Hey, we could do a bunch of things with this lineup." Yeah, yeah. Like I think that, like I think, you know, and like I said, I think, I think, you know. I think the other six spots in a lot are, are pretty much set for your everyday guys. Now, obviously like, you know, you can sit Souza, you know, in, you know, one day, or you can sit Kiermaier one day and, you know, run with like Geyer and center and Pearson left and Souza in right against a lefty. Right. I don't yeah, see, I don't do see Kiermaier sitting out a lot though. Once he comes back. No, I mean, I think it would be, and I think that would just be like the, you know, the days where you're getting Kiermaier a day off his feet. Yeah, he was just moving yeah. to you the know, uh, 60 day deal. Going up against the lefty. I mean, I think we should mention that when, before Geyer got hurt, it might have been due to his injury, but he really cooled off there before he got hurt. Like he was back down in like 280s, I think. Yeah. Something like that, which is not, I'm not saying that's bad, but he was up in like the 330s, I think, at one point. Like he was, he was really sco- hitting the ball. And like I said, could be due to injury, but I like Geyer a lot and I want to see him play every day, but I don't think he was the player that we were all like, oh, my God, Brandon Geyer. Like, I think he's actually like a 270 hitter, which is great. We need more of that, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Well, and he also – he was also getting on base a lot too. So, I mean, like yeah. he like, – Hit by pitch. He has a 271, 365. Yeah. Yeah, take that every day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not a lot of power, but, I mean, he's getting on base. So, like, you, you – yeah, I think you would like him there in the – you know, especially against lefties and, like, probably against – not hard throwing righties like any softer righties i think you might want him in but like i feel like he can get overpowered by you know by big hot right handers hot as in the, the you know throw hard yeah that tends to happen with us anytime a, anytime a righty can throw over like 100 miles an hour or actually i'm sorry a lefty lefties fuck us actually Ooh. both we're just both pitchers for the longest time doesn't matter which hand as long as they were the third guy in the rotation then they could fuck us, and then and then it's a no hitter alert immediately. So I just I, if the pitching catches up, I think we can be pretty dangerous here. That's the that's the thing. So like you got I everybody keeps t- talking about Alex Cobb, and I don't expect anything from him. Like they're like, oh, once Cobb comes back, then this and this and that. Nah, no, dude. I, I think I say yeah. just uh, mm-hmm. let's wait and see with that. But still, Blake Snell was. was I mean, how long up. did it take Matt Moore to come back from? from his Tommy John he's still and not come back. back and look somewhat decent yes like he's this week great this week literally like he, yeah uh, he had a great start this week he went seven innings uh for the first time in a long time and uh of course yeah. after we should talk him yeah exactly yeah that tends to happen doesn't it yeah. <laughs> classic word of the bay yeah mm-hmm. Matt Moore Matt Moore had a good start Chris Archer had a good start so the starting pitching is coming up a little bit Smiley as well Smiley was sharp the other night um 12 and, Ks and um 
Yeah, I remember they had, they had the I was at the game and they had the little smiley faces up and everything for Smiley. <laughs> it was cute. I was like, "Eee, doing smiley faces. I see what you're doing there." But yeah, that that part of the rotation's picking up, so they moved Andres down to the bullpen, brought Blake Snell up. Blake Snell got hit around a little bit today, but um yeah, he said he said yesterday I think that he was nervous cuz it was his hometown team and all that kind of stuff and it's his he's dude it's like his it's his second ever start dude in the majors he's nervous to face his the hometown Seattle Mariners in front of 11,000 at the Trop but he goes to Yankee Stadium at fucking away and like blows him away what what that's what someone said I don't, I don't know I don't know that's what he said yeah I, 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 I mean I believe it he's a young guy and he's going to have uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not. I'm not putting him down by any means. Seems like he's he's in the rotation now. Like yeah. this is it. Like here you go, kid. Here's your spot. Good. It's time. Yep. Yeah, it, it is time. He was dominating in Durham, and next year he's not learning anything down there. You're so. gonna see him on promotional material next year, and then you'll know. Yeah. It's, then it's real. I can't wait till he gets demoted to bullpen and requests a trade, and then comes back for the playoffs and almost leads us to a World Series. It's no, come on. <laughs> You're talking about a super prospect, not a top prospect. But still, yeah, that might happen. Hey, I think he's a super prospect. Blake think Snell? so, Blake Snell, really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I guess I he's so. he's got his yeah, stuff is. is really good. He's 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 like he reminds me a little bit of like a a Matt Garza with what he's able I mean, to do with his stuff. Unless you're like saying like is he is he a guarantee or is it like is that what you mean by super prospect? No, I mean like a top. Like he's one day going to be a top. Uh, level guy like a uh, you know a top pitcher mm-hmm. a David Pro- yeah, yeah. David Price level is what a super prospect is yeah he'll be the next big uh, pitcher we trade in a few years I'm sure <laughs> yep unless he has you know unless we can get him on that team friendly deal like get him over on one of them contracts hey man hey man this is listen it, you can sign now and get paid three million dollars yeah or. Or you can wait a few years and get paid $21 million. Now, I know this is hard, but I really think that you should think about the team. You're comfortable here. Like, that's that must be their pitch. Well, and it's also the, you know, what if you blow out your elbow? What if you blow out your shoulder next year? Yeah. How much money are you going to make then? And then, yeah. So if to... you go ahead and sign this contract, you're going to be set up for the rest of your life because you're going to get, what, you know, $14 million guaranteed over the next few years. Yep. That's why, like, to change the subject a little bit, like, people are bitching at Von Miller for wanting to get his money. Like, he, the, the, like people are like, why don't you sign a one-year deal and then sign a new contract next year? Like, no, fuck that. Like, it takes one knee injury, and he's not going to get paid next year. Yeah, well, it's the same thing as going with, um, uh, what's his name, Wilkerson, the defensive end for the Jets. Yeah. They, like, oh, they know, just he, wants a, he, he wants a new deal. He doesn't want to sign the franchise you know, tender, which is like fifteen and a half million, because you know, I mean, frankly, he should be. You know, if he was a free agent this year, he would have signed a long-term deal that would have gotten him sixty or seventy million dollars guaranteed. I, I was thinking of Trent Cole. Didn't Trent Cole just sign a huge contract? I believe, and that's like gonna that's gonna boost the price of uh, the uh, Von Miller contract as well. Wait, ah, why are we talking contracts? I don't give a fuck. It's all it's all smoke and mirrors, anyway. Brock Osweiler gives a fuck that he's probably not that great, but he just he got his money. He he probably knows like, hey, no. I'm probably not as good as this contract. It's all, who cares? It's they want to sign me to it. It's all you fucking know, smoke he, and mirrors. You know, he's going, you know, he's going. He's like, after I retire, I'm gonna have to work another day of my life. Exactly. No bullshit. Exactly bullshit. Bull fucking so shit. So stop getting pissed at athletes for getting the money. No. Stop it. No. I mean, I mean, I already I already figured out that if I got like. 
four million after taxes from from like a lottery or something, I could just not work a day again in my life. You guys are gonna make me get up on my soapbox. Bullshit. Why? What are you? Are you gonna, what? You gonna say? Oh, fucking Carl Crawford. Fucking no. Went to Boston. Look because what happened to him. It's smoke and mirrors. It's bullshit money. It's 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 like the NFL's like our teams are like, look at this, two million dollars. <laughs> they don't they don't see half of that fucking money because they like it's all backloaded on the end of the contract. And they have uh, de-escalators in the contract and are based on their performances. Or it, if they don't throw this many passes they, and run this many yards, it's horseshit. Horseshit of the shit, highest but caliber. Have, but they usually have guaranteed. Like, oh, Kyle, he's only going to see half of $40 million? Oh, oh yeah. How are they going to do? Look at how much the fucking owners are getting. The owners are billionaires. Like, they like they can buy and sell yeah, the team twice. Yeah, dude, compared to what the what the, the, the owners do to the players, or what the owners get compared to the players, despite the fact that the players are the ones that are coming to fucking see and that are bringing the people in. It's so, exactly why I can't get upset when they go get their money. Yeah, so, so Osweiler got... A twelve million dollars signing bonus. That that money is already in his bank. Yep. Right. And then at thirty five, he's fucking useless because his knees are blown out and and he's been hit in the head too many times. And NFL won't pay his pension. Go fuck yourself. Like no, that's that's funny actually, money. It's that's all actually, it is. He's already actually he's already gotten seventeen million in the bank before playing a single snap we're talking about a fucking it's like a church it's a goddamn multinational corporate or not a multinational but it's a it's a massive corporation one of the one of the biggest in america and, and they have so many people watching it every sunday it's like a, it's like a fucking event there's super bowl and everything and you know turn 40 go fuck yourself kid Here, I, here's your pension check with you, kyle that the nfl is is fucking shady as shit i'm not like i'm not disagreeing with that at all but I'm, what i am saying is that when a player goes and gets gets the money that they deserve for what they do, I hate when I see people that get upset with them. Like you don't deserve that money. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah, he, yeah. He went and got his pay. Yeah. Who knows his his career could end tomorrow. Like I'll, fuck that. I'm saying I wish it was more. Stupid. That's what I'm saying. I like. I wish it no, was. I, agree. I wish it was a lot more, for what they do to their bodies and the the amount that they get after it after football. It's 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 absurd. One of the many things wrong with our beloved sport. Ha <laughs> ha. NFL. So, Teach your kids to play baseball. That's all I gotta say. We'll see you in September, you fucking idiots. Yep. No, we'll be there week one. We'll be talking. We'll be excited on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy, yeah. football's back. I'll admit it. Bunch of ass. We're just a bunch of assholes talking shit. Yeah, so, we are. So the Rays. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Rays. <laughs> <laughs> the Rays. The Rays don't suck, man. No, I can't. I, I had they're fun just, watching them this week. Jekyll and Hyde. Go get me a pair of fingernail clippers in there. Yeah. Well, like like we were saying, okay, if the if the pitching comes back, then um, you know that's you could be looking at maybe a run at a wild card spot if uh, we start pitching well and this this lineup keeps hitting and we get the guys back that we want to get back. Yeah. If if the streak continues. Exactly. So. I mean, we've won four straight series. It's good. Yeah. Exactly. We we've we've we can't seem to sweep, which makes me worried, but. Yeah, nah. what what are we? Uh, nine out of the last twelve. Something yeah, like something like that. You yeah. take two or three enough, it'll start. You'll start seeing the effects of it. That's true. I mean, I, I've someone said to me uh, this year on Twitter that we're like, dude. Anytime we lose more than three, people start freaking out. Like back in the day, it was like we were losing twelve in a row. <laughs> it's like, yes. are we ever gonna win one? <laughs> Wasn't so, there a season when we started off really hot and won like twenty out of? 24 or something like that and just fell off the face of the earth yeah i, I remember seem that to recall season. something about that like 
Do you remember when um, Lupinella celebrated 70 wins? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. It's amazing how far we've come. Yep. Yeah, like actual like champagne beer baths in the locker room like they had just clinched a, a playoff spot. Tampa good, man. Hashtag Tampa, Tampa good. good. Hi, Al. I'm here at uh, Tropicana Field where uh, Lou Pinnell is actually loading champagne crates into the locker room. Yeah, I just wanted the guys to, uh, you know, know what it felt like so they could prepare themselves when we're there next year. Woo! What a retirement job that was for Lou. Yeah, oh, yeah. good for him. Like, then, I'm just, like, going to go to down to Florida and just hang out, coach a little baseball. And then went to the Cubs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forget about that. He did go to the Dude, Cubs. Fucking Cubs. You know, taking our coaches and doing nothing with them. Well, I mean, can't say that about Madden. Yeah, but... he, has, he has Jake Arrieta and fucking John Lester. What else is supposed to happen? I was expecting James Shields to go to the Cubs, but he went to the other Chicago team. Yeah. Yeah, James Shields, I was, I was surprised then. to find out. Yeah, it's not doing great, that great. What was that sign he had just pitch better? Really? Was that a thing? That was a yeah. Back when he was the right. Rays, it had like a motto: "Just pitch. If you don't like it, pitch better." That's yes, what that's what it was. Yeah, if you don't like it, pitch better. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then, and then uh, Price picked it up, and Archer picked it up after that. Well, Archer clearly dropped it because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, uh, throw another cutter. Fuck. If you don't like it, quote philosophy on Twitter. Yeah. Jaden Smith out. Chris Archer out. Ooh. I'm sorry. No, I love. I that was a little rough. I love Blake Snell's already the ace of the staff. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. We'll see. No, I, I, Come on, let's put Tampa expectations on him. Why hasn't he thrown a no-hitter yet? Look, let's let's put Tampa expectations on this lineup, and why haven't we, uh, um, you know, been thrown a no-hitter yet? Or, yeah, thrown a no-hitter against. Why? Because we can actually hit now. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, Felix Fernandez would look at the Rays lineup when he threw that. Like, that was the easiest perfect game I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, he just mowed us down. Like, it wasn't even close. It's, it was just all fastball to the same location. Oh, <laughs> Everybody was just guys, like, fuck. He's like, here comes Sean Rodriguez. Oh, boy. What do I have yep. to do to get around him? Do you guys remember when um, Edwin Jackson no-hit us at home? Yeah, like 140 pitches or something with a bases yeah. loaded situation. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he got out of a bases loaded jam and then proceeded to no hit us. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you look at those lineups that got no hit constantly, it's like no wonder we were getting no hit all the fucking time. Well, at the it was like t- there was like five automatic outs. No, when we got when we got no hit in uh, Oakland, we had the best record in baseball at the time. <laughs> <laughs> We got no hit by fucking Dallas Braden. I know. That just shows you how good our rotation was. Didn't that happen to us like twice in 2008? It had yeah, no, it was pretty constant. Because there was because there. there was the the White Sox um, Burley. That was 09. It was Mark Burley. Perfect game. Was that 09? Yeah, Mark Mark Burley. Uh, uh, perfect game, and then Dallas Braden. Perfect game. Yeah. And then Felix Last Hernandez. year, we could have been nail hit three times in a row. Remember but that? It, it went it, the eighth like three times in a row. That's right. Yeah, but, you know, Tim at Beckham. least we got – at least we finally got our own no hitter. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Garza. But still, no hitters are nothing. Yeah. Like, if your team gets no hit, ah, get them next week. But, like, we got perfect gamed. Like, shit that's like, you know, yeah, thrice, you know, thrice, three times. Do you know Do you know who the catcher was in that Matt Garza game? 
Uh, was, was it the, Kelly the Shopping? Bat, yeah, the bat thrower. Ka- yeah, Kelly yeah. Shopping. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just shot in the dark. I just started like thinking of all the catchers that we've had over the years. I was, which I, is a lot. Probably what I would have arrived at too. You know, you know how we talked about Rene Rivera last week about possibly getting him in. He's not even doing that great. Yeah, I heard that. I heard he kind of yeah. pulled off. Yeah. I think our, we we get a little butt hurt over that. I too, think we were just reasonably. upset, to yeah. be honest with yeah. you. Oh yeah, our catching situation is probably the worst I've ever seen. To be quite honest with you. Oh god, Kirk Asali last and night going, with with the uh, and, uh, yeah. And how many how many uh, catchers have we given away that have gone and had fairly good careers elsewhere? And that I don't I wouldn't say like a, a not ton. really yeah like maybe uh, Lobatone. Had had some uh, solid. Is he still with the Nationals? I think he's with the Nationals. I don't think he's playing much anymore. And yeah, I think he's a backup. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hannigan, but we didn't really like. He wasn't really our guy. Like we traded for him and then just traded him again. Yeah, Deion I mean, Navarro, Robin, uh, yeah, Robinson Chirinos is doing all right. Yeah, he had two two home runs last night for the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, like his major league line is two thirty two. Yeah, Navarro's been probably the best catcher from our. Like farms? Did he come from our farm system? I don't know. We got him in a trade. Okay. Well, the best catcher that we kind of like had his young years with that's moved on and still done well, I think. Well, yeah. it was also he he uh, you know he had that like one really good year with us, and then he had that one really bad year, and so actually he had like two bad years in a row. Yeah, that's right. And that's when we let him go. But then it was also okay. So here here I'm looking at it. So in 2008, he hit 295. Yeah, he was the best hitter on the team, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And an all star. Yeah, in 2009, he hit 218. 2010, he split between Durham and Tampa, and hit 194. But he hit 284 down in Durham. Uh, and then we let him go. He went to Los Angeles to the Dodgers, hit 193. Hit 294 um, Cincinnati in like 24 games. Oh, and then he went to, yeah, that's right. In 2013, he went to Chicago and hit 300. 2014, he hit 274 for Toronto. 246 for them in 2015, and he's hitting 214 for the White Sox this year. That's, See, but that's like that's like Joe DiMaggio levels for Rays. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's on base, guys. About a, talk about a guy that has fucking moved around. So, okay, so so he's played for in the majors. He's played for the Yankees, the Dodgers, us, um, Dodgers again, the Dodgers again, <laughs> Cincinnati, the Cubs, uh, 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 Toronto, and um, the White Sox. Yeah, the so White Sox. Like seven different teams since two thousand four. Jesus Christ. Yeah, good for him. Good. Yeah. I hope yeah, you... I would keep doing it. Just keep getting paydays. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Though I mean, the way he's you know playing for the White Sox, he's he's gonna have one another one of those trips to the to AAA. Because like he's also played for a bunch of different AAA teams. Wait, so <laughs> Deonor's playing for the White Sox now? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah man. Oh, yeah, I didn't yep. know that. Yep. Oh, wow. Good for him. Actually, you know, well, and you know, you know the strategy for him, right? Of of how you get singles out of him. How's that? You uh, give the first base coach a Wendy single. <laughs> I get it because he's fat. Yeah, he, he likes his hamburgers. I don't like Wendy singles. Dude, just make Corey Dickerson a catcher. Guys, real quick. Actually, 
favorite you know, best catcher in race in race franchise history. Who do you got? The fuck? John Navarro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably Navarro actually. Uh, anything Pat b- before 08? Yeah, Buster Posey. There you go, Jeremy. Buster Posey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Best, you best, uh, oh, what, 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 what? Best catcher? Yeah, best catcher in franchise history. Yeah, dude, Navarro. <laughs> That's my answer. Final answer. Do you have the actual best catcher there? What about the guy who caught the dude what about... in that movie where he's like, the he comes back. He's a pitcher and he comes back. He's like old and he plays for the Rays. Yeah, oh, what yeah. About yeah, yeah. that fucking movie. What about Toby Hall? Toby Hall. That's right. I remember, he hit, 290, he t- hit 262 in the majors. I remember that name. Did he? Did he hit that? He was a full-time catcher for us for like three years and parts of three others. Hmm. He hit Toby Hall. Don't remember him. Never watched him play. 298, 258, 253, 255, 287, 231. Like, how would you not like that? And even, like, looking at his RBI totals isn't too bad either. Like, he had, like, 30, 42, 47, 60, 48, and 23. By the time the Rays get a good catcher who can do both things, the rest of the lineup's going to be shit, and their only yeah. good player is going to be the catcher. The catcher, <laughs> like, Joe, like, like Joe Mauer and the Twins. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be like Justin O'Connor, or yeah, that guy. I just want a guy that can hit like I don't know, like two forty and throw out some runners. That's all oh, yeah. I want. G- yeah, <laughs> give me, give me like two forty, three hundred, and uh, you know, like three hundred. I'm not asking. He doesn't for, even like, have a slug. He can, just be, he can just be a singles hitter. I'll just take two hundred. I'll just take two hundred and be good behind the plate. <laughs> Like 205? Yeah, 205. Like I'm cool with that. Day. Throw a guy yeah. out every now and then. You know, good play at first. Just be a good defensive catcher. Stop that ball. That go, that stop wild pitches is like pretty often. You guys, Hank Conger, his pitch framing is elite. Elite. I want Can we talk about Hank Conger and how he's probably the most useless player in baseball right now? <laughs> I, I was like, the other night, I was like, why aren't you running? Why aren't you running right now? Why isn't the hit run on? It's Hank Conger. What, is he going to throw you out? No, he's going to double clutch the ball and be like, eh, fuck it. That's what I fucking say every time a guy gets on first that has like some semblance of speed against us. I'm like, why don't you just steal? Yeah, <laughs> steal like, now. Just Go. fucking steal. You could probably steal third if you want to from first if you if you think about it. I mean. Like if I'm, if I'm in the National League and the pitcher gets on him, I'm going to send the pitcher. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. In his in his windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And and there goes Jay fucking there goes Strasburg from the Nationals and he's gonna steal and Conger with the throw and it's into the outfield. Or he ne- it never <laughs> left his hand. Nah, he decided not to. He's gonna put in he's gonna put that one in his pocket. Yeah, put it in his back pocket for yeah. another day. Yeah, yeah. damn it. Yeah, and then and then uh, Tim Beckham today was uh, just a vacuum out there at shortstop, just uh, putting on the clinic, <laughs> putting on the old clinic there, Buster. I'm gonna look up Tim Beckham's draft here and see what the other guys we could have taken that aren't named Buster Posey. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good that's a great idea. We Ooh, should, that that, that should be our next top five list. Draft? You know, we took him with the first overall pick. That's neat. Yeah, and we paid him six million dollars. Top five missed draft picks. 
all Tampa Bay teams. Give me a minute here. Uh, Pedro Alvarez. Adrian Peterson. Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer. Yeah. Yonder Alonso. Gordon Beckham. Jason Castro. Um, That wasn't too loaded that year. I mean, even Brett Lowry. Yeah, I would have taken him over fucking Beckham. Andrew Kashner. Ricky Weeks, I would take it. Or Jamel Weeks. (laughs) Ricky Weeks. Um, Fuck yeah, I'll take Ricky Weeks. Take Garrett Cole. Yeah. Hey, Jake Odorizzi. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got taken by the by the Brewers in the yeah, Brewers draft. Uh, hey, Mike Montgomery. We ended up trading for him later. Jared, why are you pissed off? Him again. Jared, why are you pissed off about the 2010 Lightning draft? Why is he pissed I'm off? I'm going to look it up. I don't remember. Uh, it was oh, Connelly. is that Brett Connolly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah we could have had Tarasenko. That was a, oh, Tarasenko was like. No, no we could have had Tarasenko in that draft. No, we could have, but like he was supposed to be taken a lot lower than third, which he was. We could have had Cam Fowler. That would have been nice. Ryan Johansson. I think that should be our next one. Bucks could add Adrian Peterson. It's all memory. Tarasico was taken 16th. Yeah. Instead of but that, even still, like you, you know, Jeff Skinner would wouldn't have been bad. Um, God, fucking Brett Connolly. Fuck. Jaden Schwartz. <laughs> Jaden Schwartz turned out better. Nick Bukestad would have been okay. Yeah, there's quite a few guys in this draft that would have taken uh, over Brett Connolly with the Kuznetsov. benefit of hindsight. Yeah, Kuznetsov. <laughs> the Bruins took Tate Sagan second and traded him. Fuck. <laughs> That's right. He won a cup and then they traded him. That's what they do. Let's see who else was good in that year. Actually, that's what they did. Justin Kuznetsov at 25 or 26. Yeah, yeah I already said that. Oh, sorry. Um, Jesus Christ, Andy, Will. get your shit together, man. Yeah, fucking A. God damn it, man. Ruin this whole podcast. You know, I don't even want to do this Just, anymore. I don't even want to do this. Uh, Justin Falk would have been nice. I don't know who these people Second are. Round. Yeah, just keep naming names that Kyle doesn't I don't, know. I don't know who yeah, the fuck exactly. these people are. Jared Tavorty. Oh, I have you no know, idea. Though, though we did get, you know, though, though Radko Gudis was a good pick in the third round. Give me another guy. Um, Joaquin Nordstrom. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, Are now, you serious? We could have had him. Oh, John, actually, you know what? John Klingberg in the uh, fifth round. Oh, Jesus. Here's the, here's the name from that we took in round three of that draft. Brock Bukebaum. Oh, God. Bukaboom. Yeah, Bukaboom. Yeah, Too bad he never fanned out. That would have been nice. Well, I mean, Iserman yeah, uh, traded his rights like within a year. Yeah. yeah. Actually, like most of the guys from this draft that we picked – Actually, I think everybody uh, from this draft has has already moved on. Yeah, you know why? Because Eisenman went off the old scouting staff. Yeah, when he took over, and, that, and that's why yeah, he just didn't have time. Yeah, yeah he didn't have any time. That's Eisenman. He's a he's a fucking he boss like, like that. He steps in. He's like, "Hey, welcome to the team. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Like, yeah, why don't you get out of my building?" So, yeah, that's what got... I love most about Eisenman is he will tell you to fuck off. He doesn't yeah. care. So we had <laughs> so that year we had Brett Connolly. So of course we ended up getting the two second rounders for him. Brock Bukaboom, which, if I remember right, he was involved in, like, the Brewer trade, I think. I think, he, like, his rights like his rights were included in that, but, like, I, think so. I, I can, I mean, I could find out, but, um, but he ended up being traded within a year. Of Let's course, do one that Kyle knows. Yeah. Let's do the 2007 uh, yeah. NFL draft. Oh, yeah, the 2007, so that actually ended up being 
Uh, let's not no, talk about this one, guys. No, I mentioned I already, <laughs> already mentioned that we missed on Adrian Peterson. That's all we needed to know. Yeah, what else? Who else do we miss on? Nobody. Calvin Johnson? Nah, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. What about the, the 2008 draft? The 2008 NFL draft? No, in, in HL, man. Come on. We got Steven Stamkos. I mean, we're alienating Kyle right now. <laughs> yeah, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Yeah. That was the year we took Stamkos, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, okay. But cool. like, but we also picked some guys that actually were okay too, because we we took Dustin Tokarski in that draft. Yeah, wait. In the fifth round. Let's not let's not just start reading your list of names again. <laughs> no, let's and, do it. Come on. We also we also took, but but that was also the draft we got Mark Barbario and Luke Wachowski in the sixth round. Yeah, we man, took, it was, it was Oh fuck we yeah! Took, uh, we took David Carl in the seventh round. Hey, Braden Hope, we got taken with the ninety third overall pick and a ninety third overall pick in that draft in round four. Awesome. Dad, what a steal! So pumped about that guy, or I'm pissed. Gustav, or Gustav pissed Nyquist around. in the fourth round. Actually, I wonder what what happened to James Wright. You know, let's go to the 2004 NHL draft. Oh yeah, okay, great. Oh, this is <laughs> so okay. So actually, I was fucking looking, riveting so was podcast. At, so so I was so I was looking at um, Jay Feaster was the GM for the 2002 to 2008 draft, right? In that time, there were only four players that he drafted that played more than 250 games in the NHL. God, Jay Feaster was awful. Yeah, it was uh, Paul Ranger, Mike London, Alex Kalorn, and Steven Samkos. Dude, we took Andy Rogers in the 2004 draft with pick number 30. <sighs> Guys, I'm just going to take it hey, top of that but you draft. You know what, though? We so, did draft David Carl. Hey guys, uh, I'm I'm gonna just uh, read the uh, the cast list for Heat <laughs> right here. Uh, Al Pacino, Al Pacino's in Heat. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Robert De Niro? He was there. Ooh, he was yeah. he was in Heat. That's a first. That's a first overall pick. And, right? uh, what year did we draft him? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He played. Uh, no, played Chris. he's like a seventh rounder, man. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, what about what about John Voight? What about that guy? Stephen Voigt? No, John Voigt. Stephen Voigt. John John Voigt. Stephen Voigt. Remember, then we tra- we traded Stephen Voigt away. You mean Voigt? Voigt. I don't remember Vought. how you pronounce his name. With to Oakland, I think yeah. he did. He I think he's, I don't know if he's playing catcher. He's playing like first base catcher. No catcher. He's, yeah, he's catcher. Another catcher. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he started out as a catcher, but I think he's been playing first plate, first base too. But I mean, that that was another mistake trade. Hey guys. What's up? Guess who got taken with the 127th overall pick in the 2004 NHL draft? Who? Johnny Ryan Manziel. Callahan. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Ryan Callahan? And then he went on to get be overpaid. Okay. Oh! oh. <laughs> hey! Hey! All right. I've, oh. lost, I've lost total control. Do we have more names oh. we want to start reading? Oh. Uh, Inkman Nick got taken in the seventh round. Yeah. Of, has there ever been? Draft? Has there ever been a Russian taken number one overall? Yeah, Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, that's right, he was. And then, and you know who got taken right after him? Malkin. Mm-hmm. They were top two. Oh, good for him. <laughs> Kyle does not give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Love those guys. <laughs> hey, Kyle, really one day you're going to talk about Bucks drafts, and you're just going to read like the entire draft class. Oh, me? Oh, I do that yeah. all the time. I yeah. can still give you guys shit about it. I'm look. I'm a fucking all hypocrite. The, I don't misses. care. I don't care. I'll sit. <laughs> I'll sit. I'll sit there all day and bitch about the 2007 draft. But as soon as you guys start bringing up hockey, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing this. 
That's that's what you get for bringing us on. Yeah, that's fine. No, I expect well, that. he made me a third host. Exactly. Got to get those hockey good kids out there. Hey, kids are talking hockey on my podcast. Come on. <laughs> if Nick was here, this would be a three man conversation. You'd just be over there twiddling your thumbs. But, you know, I had I literally had that on Shark Trapper the other night. I was like, yeah, I was just like, yep, no, I can take this one off. <laughs> Fine. Speaking of Shark Dropper, make sure you go to sharkdropper.com. Check out all of our podcasts. They're all there for you to consume and, and love and enjoy. And uh, Nick and I do a, a few of them. Anthony's been teaching on one of them before. So uh, they're all there for you to enjoy. Uh, of course, make sure you go to lootcrate.com slash shark. Uh, enter the promo code shark to get, um, I think it's $3 off your first Loot Crate. Loot Crate's awesome, guys. Agreed. Uh, still got mine sitting here that I haven't touched that I want to give away somehow. That I've just done nothing with, but it's really cool. The Did way you they, even open it? I opened it and I checked it out. I opened it and it's got like a lot of cool. The way it's like packaged is like the 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 first thing that you know. Open it first. First impressions like oh my god. The way it's packaged is like pretty cool. It's like everything's kind of laid out specifically for you to like pick up at a certain time. And um, I would recommend checking it out even even for just like a month or so. Just get a couple of them. It's only what you save three dollars on the first one if you sign up through uh, lootcrate.com/shark. And then, you know, you get another one if you don't like it, then you go cancel. Then, you what, you've spent 40 bucks, maybe. It's money you want to spend in the cinema anyways, you goddamn kids. I'm sure that's what the advertisement said. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> so, um, and finally, uh, if you want to support us in any way, go to uh, Patreon. It's next to the home button on sharkdropper.com. It's our Patreon page. Uh, I, I throw a podcast out there every once in a while. I haven't done it in a long time. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's, that's I think that's, we're going to end the show there. What do you guys do? Say? The race suck. Oh yeah. I've, I've done edited that. That's all. <laughs> that's all done. Yeah. All right then. So yeah, I, I, I think, uh, that we'll make that a show. Any bold predictions, fellas? Hmm. Oh, bold prediction. I said last week, Lomo would hit for the cycle. I was wrong. I take zero accountability for you? that. Wow. I take zero accountability. I just I don't I, even remember what mine was. I just take I just make the hot takes. You guys take them as you will. You just gotta you just gotta fire them out, Gio. Just fire them out. Three home runs. Um, Three home runs right, by right. Steve Pierce bold, in one game. Prediction. Boom, boom, boom. My bold, my bold prediction, since I probably won't be on next week, is Iserman will trade up in the first round okay that's a good prediction my bold prediction is that the rays are going to be in third place by the time we meet next podcast you son of a bitch direct all your hate to so uh strike twice <laughs> w-o-t-b i've been kyle w-o-t-b and that was uh that was worth it for this week i'm kyle i'm anthony i'm geo see you next week
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.